Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is Headline Monday for Week 5 of the 2020 NFL season. You know what this is. We talk about the headlines from Week 5. Let's get right into it. First one up, Dak Prescott suffered a gruesome ankle injury and is out for the season. Um, Simple as that. I wish him the best of luck. I hope that this is not a career injury. I hope that this does not affect him long term. This does obviously hurt his contract talks. Um, At this point, he's going to need to take the highest number that the Cowboys are willing to give him because you're not getting $40 million now. Hope, hopefully, he can still get that $33 million per year, and hopefully we actually get the guaranteed number because I think the reason why he was not taking a deal was a low guaranteed number. Uh, what does this mean for the Cowboys? Um, They're going to be bad, you know? Their defense was already terrible, and their offense was carrying them, especially Dak was carrying them. And, well, now that Dak's gone, I mean, Andy Dalton's fine, but they're not going to be good. (laughs) They're not going to win many games. I mean, Dak did not deserve that. The Cowboys did not deserve that. That was just nasty to watch. Um, I don't like the people, though, on, like, Twitter and shit saying saying that the Cowboys are, like, in the wrong for not giving him a contract, even though – they gave him multiple contract offers for a fuck ton of money. Dak, Dak just did not take that. So, so I mean, if you're one of those people, so if you're one of those people that are saying that the Cowboys fucked over Dak, just shut the fuck up, okay? Dak was offered a lot of money. He he was just holding out, okay? You are simply wrong. Moving on to the Falcons. Moving on to the Falcons. Firing head coach Dan Quinn and GM Thomas Dimitrov. Starting 2020 off 0-5 with one of the worst defenses in the league, giving up 446 yards per game, this had to happen. Dan Quinn was a defensive coordinator for Seattle during the Legion of Boom. Dan Quinn was supposed to bring defense to this team, and he's done the exact opposite. We saw this coming if they continued to lose a team with a defense that is horrid and an offense that cannot quite get it done dis, dis, despite all of their talent. So where do they go from here? I don't think they should go full on rebuild. I really don't. I think you get an offensive coach and ride it out with the offensive core of Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Hayden Hurst while you try to make the defense just respectable through the draft and free agency. Because the offense is not the problem. The offense has an absurd amount of talent. They are not the issue here. It is the defense. The the Falcons may never be contenders again, but with the offensive core, it has simply too much talent just to trade them all and pull a Jets and have no offense. It's just not worth it. I don't know who they should get as head coach. Maybe the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I don't really know, but <laughs> I I do think it's too early to say for a team like the Falcons, but I wish them the best of luck. I hope they start winning games because seeing this team with this talent be 0-5, especially after finishing last season 6-2, and it's just been painful to watch. It's been painful to watch. I'll stop it right there. 
moving on, are the Browns a for real playoff contender? I say yes, simple as that. I do I did not think that the Browns would be able to put up points on the Colts defense, and I did not think that the Browns would be able to really stop the Colts. I get that the Colts don't have a great offense, but I did not expect the Browns defense to play well. They did. I think they need to run the ball 20 to 30 times to win. And it works because you have Kareem Hunt back there. And before Nick Chubb got hurt, you had Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Being a run-first offense is working for this team. And they have the passing and they have the talent in the passing game to take over and put up points. Stefanski's doing a great job. This week against Pittsburgh is going to be crucial for knowing what this team is moving forward. But in my opinion, I think they're a playoff team. They have the talent to do it. Their offensive rebuild, what they have put so much into is paying off. They have traded for guys like Odell and Kevin Zietler. They have signed so many people. They have given so many people big contract extensions. They drafted a quarterback with the number one pick, and it's paying off. They are 4-1, and one, and their defense is good. We still know that Baker is not a top-tier young QB, and I think that Stefanski knows that too by looking at the usage numbers. I think that the Browns know that they cannot be a pass-first offense. I think the Browns know they cannot throw the ball 50 times per game if they want to win. Moving on, we have the Las Vegas Raiders beating the Chiefs and dropping 40 points in the process. Derek Carr played very, very well, and the Raiders secondary also played very, very well, holding Mahomes to just over 50% pass completion and getting one one interception and sacking Mahomes three times. The, the Raiders have been close in a lot of games, including a tough loss to the Bills last week. I don't know if the Bills are a playoff team. I really don't. I think if they can play like they did against the Chiefs, they are. But the Raiders being a playoff team, their division has the Chiefs in it. The Chargers look fine. And you have the Broncos, who aren't going to do a thing this year due to injuries. So, I think you're better than the Chargers. You're obviously better than the Broncos. But are you better than the Chiefs? I get that you just beat them. But long term, are they better than the Chiefs? I don't think so. But can they squeak into a wild card? Hell yes, they can. 3-2. and two, A tough loss to the Bills. They got fucked on by the Patriots, but that happens sometimes. And then you beat the Chiefs. This team looks good. John Gruden is coaching this team very, very well. And Derek Carr is playing very, very well. Okay, now from the Chiefs side of things, they will be fine. They scored 32 points. Patrick Mahomes just wasn't having a great game. And they still scored 32 points. Like, like you got to think about that. Patrick Mahomes had a weaker game and they still scored 32 points. They did lose, so it is instantly the defense's fault to me because if the offense scores 32 points and then your team still loses, then it's the defense's fault. You cannot give up more more than 30 points. It is instantly the defensive the defense's fault, and I think they'll be fine because because of how well they played against the Ravens and the Chargers. I think that the Chiefs will be A-OK, but the Raiders, they're a playoff contender. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think they'll be able to squeak into 
those three wild card spots. Moving on, we're going to talk about the Washington football team and their quarterback situation. So on, so so uh, sometime last week, they announced that Kyle Allen would be the starting quarterback, and they moved Dwayne Haskins down to third string behind Alex Smith. Now on now on Sunday, Kyle Allen second quarter got an arm injury, and he 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 is currently questionable for week six. But we know what he is. He's a mediocre quarterback. He's just young, and you know he can he he can squeak out some wins. But he's not a franchise guy. Now, when Kyle Allen went down, Alex Smith got put into the game. Very very happy that he is playing. This is inspirational as hell. He is playing almost after having his leg amputated almost two years ago. It was not a pretty performance. He was sacked six times. But, I mean, good for him. He achieved his goal. I don't, me personally, I didn't want him playing football. After hearing your leg almost got chopped off, I I don't want you playing again. But being sacked six times and still being fine, leg must be doing good. Now, moving on to the third stringer, also known as their first-round pick last year, Dwayne Haskins. It's looking like he's going to be traded. There have been rumors swirling around that, He's going to be traded. I don't think Rivera likes him. There have already been trading rumors since he has been benched. You probably won't get great value for him because he has not been playing very well. But if Ron Rivera likes someone in this draft then, and you think he's bad for the locker room, then trade him. What are some potential des- des- destinations? I think Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts are the best options for Haskins teams with a lot of talent and vet quarterbacks that are near the end of their career. Moving on, the defending NFC champs got back Jimmy Garoppolo. They were playing a good bounce back game against Miami and they got blown out bad. 43 points got dropped on their head. 43 to 17. Jimmy Garoppolo got benched after the first half after being 7-for-17 with two interceptions. The 49ers looked really, really bad. Now, I think they will pull a 2018 in tank. I think they know we're not making it. Their team is so banged up and injured everywhere. I think they should and will pull a 2018 49ers after after Garoppolo got hurt, and tank for a top 10 pick, and then you go from there. Then and then you pick another young player. They had two firsts last year. They already have Nick Bosa. They have young guys across the board. I think you continue to build this young core that is mixed with a good mix of veterans, and then you just rock with them in 2021. That is what I think they should do. And that's what I think they will do. Miami, con- congratulations! You dropped forty-three points. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening again. Sorry, you know. Good, good, good win for Miami, but Niners. This just speaks volumes to the 49ers. Moving on to the Houston Texans, cut. I need to find the shit. All right, I'm I'm pressing box score. Oh yeah, it has to reload the ESPN. Dot com. Yep. Yeah, this fucking website sucks. That's the same with the damn app. Fucking ESPN kind of fucking sucks. 
Moving on to the Texans winning. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 30-14 and to advance to 1-4 after firing Bill O'Brien. And after firing Bill O'Brien, they dropped 17 fourth-quarter points. Deshaun Watson throws for 359 yards. He may have thrown two picks, but he also threw for three touchdowns. David Johnson, 5.6 yards per carry. And, well, Brandon Cooks. Eight catches, 161, 20 yards per catch, one touchdown. They looked good. They they looked really fucking good. 6.5 tackles for losses, four sacks. I get they were playing the Jaguars, but they looked good. Because when you fire a head coach slash GM, I don't expect you to look very good. I thought they would win this game because they're playing the Jaguars, but they scored 30 points. Deshaun Watson's going to look good. I cannot wait for 2021 to see who they pick up as head coach and see where their team goes from here. Moving on, this is this is coming to a close. Russell Wilson for MVP. Last night, Seattle advanced to 5-0 with another nail-biter against the Minnesota Vikings. Fourth and goal. I don't know what yard line they were on, but... DK Metcalf came up with the catch, came up with the grab. Seattle beats the Vikings after not only driving down the field and scoring. That was incredible. We'll talk about that. But how they stopped Andrew Madison. I think that's his first name, Andrew. I I could be wrong. It may be Alexander. I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about this. But Madison, after stopping him on fourth and inches, they got the stop, and then here comes Russell Wilson, throw, throws a deep bomb to DK, throws it to Tyler Lockett, finds his open man, and then fourth and goal, who does this man find? DK Metcalf to win the game. He clutched up. Russell Wilson's the MVP of the season. If he even remotely keeps this up, if their team doesn't even, if their team goes like 10-6, and six, boom, they did it. Even if the Seahawks lose more games than they win from here on out. Russell Wilson for MVP. Moving on to the last thing I would like to talk about. And this has to do with tonight's Monday night game. That's the Michael Thomas altercation. Moving on. This is the last subject I have. And this is the Michael Thomas altercation that is preventing him from playing tonight against the Chargers. Michael Thomas will not be playing tonight due to a practice altercation where he punched Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. And uh, I found this one kind of funny. Janoris Jenkins called him Slant Boy. That's pretty fucking funny to me. But this is not funny for Michael Thomas's career and him as a person. And same with Janoris Jenkins and Gardner-Johnson. Michael Thomas has, has an insane amount of talent. This dude has the single season record four receptions in one season. I don't care if he ran a fuck ton of slants. If it were easy, then everyone would be doing it. What he did was incredible. But no one wants a hot head on your team. And that same thing goes with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Janoris Jenkins. No one wants a diva, especially at wide receiver one, because Lord knows there have been plenty of those. I really hope he learns from this. I hope they 
uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson learns from this. I hope that Janoris Jenkins learns from this. I hope the Saints as a team come together after this because the Saints are too good to be fucking up like this. Michael Thomas, hopefully, hopefully you'll learn from this because, ah, come on, man, come on. After the reputation of wide receivers doing this, you're going to do that? That's, that's fucked up. That's just fucked up. That is going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed, share it with your friends. If you did not, share it with your friends. I don't care if you like the podcast. Just share it with a friend. Maybe you'll like the podcast. So, go follow my Twitter at StutteringProds. That's Stuttering, P-R-O-D-S. Follow my Instagram, and that's that guy who talks about these sports. That is it. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and I hope you have a good day.